Ask you a question, just answer. Because you know what happens so often? People ask me questions. So now what? I'm going to answer, but one second. I want you to think highly of me after I answer this. So I'm going to answer it saying in a certain way, couching it in certain ways. This is what you like to hear. This is what the world likes to hear. And the whole thing is so artificial. The whole thing is so artificial. He says, You know what an answer like that is? It's a lot of wind. It's a lot of wind. You know what it's like? You remember when you were in high school? Remember when you were in high school? And you didn't know the answer, Akiva. This is a good strategy if you need to use it, right? right? Or don't use it, right? And you don't know the answer to something. You have an essay question. You don't know the answer. We'll say, what do you do? What do you do? You just keep writing. Right, you, what you just do is you state the same thing over 15 different times, fill up the paragraph, you've said nothing. You've said nothing. Maybe there's like one little nugget of information over there. What you're counting on is that the teacher is just going to be so tired by the time. I'm sorry? That's why most of it is multiple choice, right? That's like so... Actually, surprisingly enough, no one does it in Smichas Chavra, which is actually quite amazing. Really quite amazing. So the point over here is, like, so sometimes like, we're just using words and there's, there's no token to it. There's no token to it. He says, it turns out, that was my answer. My answer is often, he says, literally a combination of the four winds of the earth. Just a lot of wind. Just a lot of wind, just a lot of talking, very little substance. He goes on. <laughs> so okay, so that that's number one. Someone I will say is ultimately again is to be a pashit person. How do you become a pashit person? So we'll say the first step in pashtos is simple and straightforward dialogue. Simple and straightforward dialogue. Right? So I will say so just you know simple and straightforward dialogue. So I'll say, so this, in other words, what that means, what, what are we trying to achieve through simple and straightforward dialogue? Honesty in relationships. Pashtos. See, I both say, you know what ends up happening? When you go ahead and you make things complex, there's so much energy invested into structuring and crafting your answer to be the this and the that and the this and the that. By the time you finish answering, how do you feel? How do you feel? Like I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. It's been this. So all of my energy is going to building up levels of complexity because I'm assuming that someone wants to hear things a certain way. Instead of just being poshet, being straightforward, being direct, of course, in a nice, beautiful, you know, to me, mystic way. And again, that's pashtos. When your pashet, when your pashet says the piyajetzna, that allows ultimately, again, for greater connection with machshavah and therefore soulful expansiveness. Next, reishis kol, tana beretzinos, Along the same theme. Answer. Answer directly. Answer with excitement. Right? Answer with excitement. And only use your intellect to figure out whether or not what you're saying is correct or incorrect. So we'll say, so, so skip a little bit. Skip a little bit. So we'll say, so good. So this is first step, right? So we'll say, I just want to point out, so this, this is very exciting. Because we'll say, you know, this idea, this idea of being a Pashit, a Pashit Jew, a Pashit Yid. So we'll say, you know, when we use that term Pashit Yid, how is it often used? It's a pasha the yid, you know, like it's kind of like 
You know, yeah, it's like, oh, it's a Pashtiyad, like a simple Jew. And usually, like, it's not a compliment. It's not a compliment. I'll say, the Piyajasna says, there is no greater compliment in this world than being a Pashtiyad. No greater compliment. Right? Ultimately, again, to be a simple person. To be a simple human being. To be almost a little bit more childlike in my interactions. And I will say, by the way, how much better would our relationships be if all of us were just Pashat? Just push it. You know that what I'm telling you is MS. I'm not trying to sell you something or do something or get you to believe something. I'm just, I'm just telling you something. And that's all it is. What you see is what you can say. I mentioned this before. I remember that uh, there were a couple of summers that uh, my brother and my cousins and I were zochet to spend by my grandparents at Korn They They lived in Vineland, New Jersey. So after, after the war, um, and my grandfather was a chicken farmer for, uh, for a good number of years. By the time we were kids, right, they sold off the farm. I mean, they had the farm, but they weren't in where they had the chickens. So we used to go to, with my grandfather to shul every morning because they had a farm. They had like acres and acres of land. So that's where we used to go in the summer. And after davening, we'd come home, my grandmother would make breakfast, and we would learn together. I'll never forget. I don't know how old I was. I must have been a kid, but I was a kid. Um, and they had just come out with the, with the Talmud Gimaras. Talmud Gimaras. See, remember Talmud? See, you see, all of you are too young. You know Oz Vahadar. Before Oz Vahadar, right? Before Oz Vahadar, like they have all the psukim and everything in there, there was Talmud. Talmud Gimaras were the first to bold the highlights, the Divriya Maschils of Rashi. Right before Talmud, when I was a child in the shtetl, right, we had to go ahead. We had to find the. You, know, you want to find the Rashi? It looks like everything, right? Talmud came along, and it was like, oh my gosh, Mashiach is on his way. You could find the Rashi. You could find the Rashi. So I remember when I showed it to my grandfather. My grandfather was very disappointed in it. He said, he said, this was his expression. He said, Amelos Matehea Leha. What is going to happen to effort in learning? Right? If the Rashi, if the Rashi is, if you don't even have to look for Rashi, right? Then what effort is left in learning? Okay. So I'll say, I'm sorry? I was told that with art school. It was art school. So so again, and that was reflective of definitely a. I remember one of the other things he said is that we were learning a particular Mishnayas, and I asked my grandfather. I said to him, you know, the reason, because I don't remember what we were learning, but I asked him the reason for something that we learned. And his answer was, Shtait in the Torah. It says it in the Torah. And I remember as a kid, I thought to myself, he probably doesn't know the answer. So he's just telling me, oh, it says in the Torah. And it's only once I got older that I realized he definitely, he knew, he was a Tamtachim, he knew the answer, knew the answer. He was trying to teach us Pashtos. Pashtos. That what does it mean? And my grandfather learned in Nirvada. My grandfather, like, what, is, what does it mean to be a Pasha to Yid? in the Torah. Who, who, first of all, who says it's your job to understand everything? Who, who, who says it's your job to be complex and to know everything? Obviously, he's talking also to children. So he's trying to condition us, I think, in a certain way. A Pashtos. <laughs> says in the Torah. It says in the Torah. And I will say, you know what? That has stayed with me my entire life. And I will tell you that my most incredible spiritual moments are moments of pashtos and never moments of complexity. They're moments when you let the intellectual guard down and you're not, you're not sophisticated or this, or, you know, I'm, I'm cogitating, you know, the interface between divine justice and divine and divine kindness and how does God run the world and what about the planets and evolution and the big... No, no his, for me, no his orus comes from that. 
you lower the intellect. You see, you know what? I'm not thinking. I'm just going to feel. And suddenly, the tidal wave of Ruchnius comes over to you. I want to say, that's what it means to be a Pasha to Yid. That's what it means to be a simple Jew. To be a Pasha to Yid means to be a child. I want to say, isn't this incredible? I'm learning all of this. And what does the PHS tell me? Be a child. Be a child. I'll, I'll end off with this. There's a lot of stories tonight. My, uh, I, I told this story. I think I, I don't know if I tell a story. When um, we used to live on Wallace Avenue. I don't know if you remember. There used to be that uh, ice cream truck that used to come down the street. What is it? The fresh Dobies. cigarettes? What's the name? Do, uh, not Dove, it's something, I don't know. They had it, was a name for it, ice cream truck. So every night, so we'd be sitting by dinner time, and we would hear, we would hear the, um, we'd hear the, the truck, we'd hear the music, the music, whatever, right? And so, like, okay, and my, my youngest, now she's 14, but my youngest, Nechama, was always like, Tati, can we go out for ice cream? So, all right, by the time usually we got out, it was going already fine. <laughs> right? <laughs> Unfortunately, right? I had to go to the mikvah, you know. It's a chonis for the ice cream truck. So, so, one, so one time, okay, we figured out the timing. So I said, okay, we're going to go. We heard like the first, like, okay, go, go, let's go. All right, so out there. So I was like, this thing, this thing, to call it an ice cream truck <laughs> is an exaggeration. It was a converted 16-seater van with an air conditioning unit stuffed into the back window, right? They took out a, ba- a bunch of seats, and this was like, I'm like, and I sat out, I'm like, this is the saddest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. And my nechama was like, Tati, it's so pretty <laughs> and I'll say and I'll tell you that it, it was such a muster in that moment I came back in and I said to my wife I said you know I wish I had Nechama's eyes like I'm seeing the world like this sarcastic adult like seriously that buddy that's the best they got if you're going to be the ice cream guy take it seriously enough to get yourself a proper vehicle right come on Come on, seriously, right? Seriously, right? Or you can put two coolers on a bike and just drive down the street. You can do the same thing, right? So I'm like, I, I'm all proud of myself. Like I'm making jokes. I'm thinking about how I'm going to tell it over. I'm going to this, that. And meanwhile, my daughter's like, this is great. This is great. We said, that's the difference between being a complex adult and a simple child. What the Piaget says is we have to simplify in life. We have to decomplex in life. We make so many things so incredibly complicated. We make Yiddishkeit complicated. We make marriage complicated. We make friendships complicated. We make Kehila complicated. We make, we make everything complicated. And the goal, says the Piazetsna, is just be Pashat. Just be Pashat. Be Pashat like a child. Now, the first example of Pashtos that he's giving ultimately is in just in conversation, how you talk. Just be a straightforward and honest person. Just say what you mean. Be the kind of person. Well, so, you know, we, all, you, you know, we all know people who you know that when they tell you something, it's absolutely true. Well, say, Do you know why we remember those people? Do you know why? Because they are far and few between. Few and far between. Right? Because, I said, because most people, when they say something, they're like, mm, okay, you know, what, what do you want? Right? What, 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 what is it? What is it? And if dialogue just became poshit, like children, 
just open and upfront and honest, then I both say suddenly again, I become a simpler person. What the Piyashasana says, when you become a simpler person, so that is the first step in putting the neshama in the driver's seat of life. Suddenly the neshama's driving the ship. And if the neshama's driving the ship, ultimately again, I have a much better chance of achieving mindfulness and ultimately allowing the neshama to be expansive and the dominant force of my life. So we'll have to stop over here for tonight. Apologize, a lot of stories tonight. But uh, we'll say, But I, what I do want to point out is coming attractions. Coming attraction is next. I, I have to make a strategic decision about whether or not to switch to Inyone Pesach. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, not like it's going to throw off our timeline on this all that much. Right? You know what I'm but, uh, but I, yes, focus, yeah. So I will tell you, the next section in here, Bose, is where he discusses the things that hold us back from being Pashat. So I was hoping to get to it tonight, but already it's not up for us. I was hoping to get to it tonight, but I think maybe we'll continue one more week before Pesach with this. Because when's Rosh Chodesh? Oh, Thursday. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll figure out what we're going to do. But that's the coming attraction. So now that we've established, right, Pashtos, that's the goal. Now we're going to talk and how to achieve a level of Pashtos, or at least in one area. Now we're going to talk about the pitfalls to Pashtos. And we'll see you next week. Shabbosai. Shkoyach.